All right, welcome to the next episode of The Extra Point. I'm Wes, and with me is Bobby, not in studio, but out on location. How you doing, Bobby? I'm doing good, Wes. How are you doing? Uh, not too bad. It's weird with you not in here. Uh, I'm used to having somebody beside me, so now that you're not here, it's it's weird. I'm all by myself. <laughs> yeah, you know, just calling it live. You know, it's spring break up north, so I got the family down here. Of so uh, obviously, I uh, can't be in the studio, but good thing we can do it over the line. That's right. And with us also today, we have Matt from Virginia. He did the Falcons mock draft for us a couple weeks ago. Matt, what's going on, buddy? Hey, what's going on, guys? How's it down there? It is raining. I feel like it's raining up the whole East Coast this uh, today. Yeah, it's raining here too. Yep. yep same. Big line of storms down here. I think it's been raining since South Florida all the way up to uh, VA. Yep. To where I'm at. Yep. Yep. There you go. All right. So today we're going to talk about a few different schedules coming out. As you all know, I would assume the NFL schedules did release this past week, and we're going to give you the win losses for a couple of teams. Those teams: the Cowboys, Jags, Falcons, and Packers. Because of a uh, online request, we'll do the fa- the Packers as well. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about the regular season, what we're looking forward to. Um, speaking of which, we're going to start out with our top three favorite games for this season. Games they don't have to be necessarily our favorite teams, but ones that we've highlighted highlighted that we've seen that really intrigue us look really interesting i think we're going to all have one in common on it at least i know matt you kind of directed yours a little bit differently based on you know trying to get away from the more popular games that everybody's looking for and give us a a different view of uh, some other games going on so with that let's go ahead and start let's go ahead and start with uh bobby uh bobby give me your uh three most uh favorable matchups this season what you're looking forward to you know what it was really awesome you know when the schedule came out and um a lot of intriguing matchups oh, yeah. and there were, it was a really hard decision for my top three. Um, I didn't involve my boys, you know, <laughs> I mean, there's a couple of good games with my boys, hey, but yeah. you know, it's, um, I mean, my first one, you know, that ca- caught my eye was, uh, you know, week five, October 6th, uh, Colts and Chiefs to me, it was my number one. Really? Okay. Man. Okay. That's good. Yeah. What's, yeah, why, what's got uh, you behind that? You know, it's just, you know, you got two emerging teams, you know, that are trying to unseat the Patriots in the AFC. Um, obviously, the um, the Chiefs, you know, made it to the uh, AFC Championship last year and, you know, lost to the Patriots in a very tight game, almost there to the Super Bowl. Um, Colts, culture, uh, up-and-coming team. I mean, it's, uh, I mean, they're tough. I mean, they don't really have that many holes holes to fill. They got a really strong offensive line. Their defense is uh, building up, and Andrew Luck seems to be back where he used to be. I mean, to me, this is a matchup. You know, like, is Patrick Mahomes better than Andrew Luck? You know, it's a very intriguing matchup. It's one of those matchups, you know, present versus future. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You know, you got a, you got a new quarterback in the league that just took lead by storm last year. Andrew Luck, a guy that came in, you know, with, um, you know, big expectations and got injured and seems to be getting back into his own. So I don't know. I mean, we'll see. I mean, this to me could be a possible AFC championship preview. Yeah. And I'd probably put Andrew Luck right now in his prime. Uh, you know, last year he pretty much proved anybody that had any questions about his recovery wrong. I mean, the dude came out and balled. Uh, I think he, he has returned to his prime and Andrew Luck's going to be a problem for the AFC and the AFC South and more in particular for years to come. But I like that with uh, Mahomes coming up. He's obviously still on the show. I'm really curious to see how teams react to him now that they have a full year of tape. He's played against a bunch of different defenses. He's played against the Patriots, most importantly. Um, and he's been successful in pretty much every game he's played in. So it'll be really interesting to see what these defenses do to coordinate and figure out what they're going to do. And that's going to start week one with Jacksonville. Um, they're going down to Duval County down here. 
and they will be playing the Jags. And I really want to see what this defense can do against Patrick Mahomes, but that's a great matchup. Give us your second one. You know what? Uh, first off, Wes, uh, that, that was definitely – possible on my list right there i can't wait for that matchup and i plan to hopefully go to the game with you we'll be there we'll be there i mean talk (laughs) talk about talk about getting battle tested to start the season off right there that's gonna be a great test for the uh jaguars and that's gonna be fun yeah you can't wait to see that so my my second one though i got week two september 15th uh saints at rams yeah we're talking about the rematch of the nfc championship game you know i gotta figure the saints are bitter about you know the way the game ended last year you know on that uh non-call you know on that pass interference so i feel like they're going to come out for revenge i mean you're talking about a great matchup between two of the league's best offenses and um two of those teams should be favored to play in the uh you know should be favored to get into the playoffs return to the playoffs so i mean that's a that's a great matchup yeah matt i'm gonna i gotta ask you you have them in that uh, in your top three as well um that matchup actually not in my top three um I, I like the matchup, though. I think it's a very good one. Um, it was one that I was thinking about putting in my top three. Um, I mean, you can't go wrong. I mean, just like you said, with that with that PI call at the end of that game, that was monumental. Um, oh yeah, a rule change was made because of it. Interesting to see what will what will go on there. Yeah. All right, Bobby. Let's uh let's hear your third one. What's your third matchup? Hey, so you know what? Um, for my third matchup, I went week one. And I'm, you know, the funny thing about this, just to get off a topic, not off a topic, but I really wanted to put the Cleveland Browns and they have so many intriguing matchups. They really do. I can't, I can't do that yet. I'm going to give a year. Mm -hmm. I got to see what I, I got to give it a year before I can put them in there. Right. But you know what? I I went week one, September 8th, uh, Steelers at Patriots. Yes. You know, like, I mean, a question to me is like, how's Pitt going to come out? You know, this off season that they had. You know, revolving around all the internal battles that they had, you know, losing Le'Veon Bell and Antonio Brown. A lot Brown. of turmoil. You yeah. know, like, how are they going to come out? I have a feeling they want to prove their fans, you know, that they're past that. They're going to come out with a chip on their shoulder. That's going to be a great game. I mean, you know, week one going against uh, Tom Brady and the um, defending champs. I mean, we'll see what happens. Pat's lost Gronk, you know, um, the defending champs. Does Brady still have it? Does he? We'll find out. I really, truly believe that the page are, I'm sorry, the uh, Steelers are going to come out um, trying to prove a lot of people wrong and they got a chip on their shoulder and um, it's going to be really interesting to see how they come out. I agree with you. I don't know if they're going to necessarily pull one out in Foxborough week one, but I don't think the Steelers are going to be as bad as everybody thinks. And I don't think, again, as everybody thinks, the Browns are just going to walk away with this division because that's what everybody's saying right now. Everybody's looking at this division and saying a little too early for that. I agree. Agreed. 100% agreed. Yeah, agreed. definitely. Yeah. All right, well, we got Bobby's three teams. Matt, let's go over to you. What do we got going on on your end? All right, man. I'm going to go ahead and get this one out the way. <laughs> you guys might say <laughs> a little bit of bias going on here. That's it's all right, okay. though. I'm, I'm going. All right, who, who going... the Falcons playing? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'll get this one out the way. So week 13, uh, Falcons versus Saints. So it'll be uh, in the Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Which one? Uh, Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Oh, that's, um, a tough, that's a tough game. Right which Mercedes Benz stadium? Is it the same <laughs> right. thing? In Atlanta. In Atlanta. <laughs> yes. They do, they right. do Very have good. the same name. Very Why? Good. I don't know. But, yeah, you got um, me. Mercedes owns the southern part of the NFL. Exactly. I, I think that um, last year we had the same matchup, you know, yeah. uh, Thanksgiving night last season. 
Um, but with all the injuries that we had, I mean, there was no Devontae Freeman, no Keanu Neal, no Ricard. I mean, I could go on. Of course. <clears throat> um, I, I just think a healthy rematch uh, will be in it. It's good right down towards the end of the season. That's going to be a huge divisional game for us. Oh, yeah. I like that pick a lot oh. because with that, like you said, I mean, one, it's a divisional matchup. Two, I mean, with the exception of the Falcons, nobody has anybody going after the Saints. I mean, Panthers aren't going to do anything, in my opinion. They'll be mediocre at best. And the Tampa Bay is just a, a complete dumpster fire. I, I think that Bruce Arians will turn it around eventually, but it's not going to happen in the next couple of years. I just hope that they Tampa got Bay some work to him. do over there. Yeah, yeah I, I hope Tampa point. Bay gives him time. So this could be yeah, the, uh, this could be possibly mm-hmm. a you know for the division game like you said Atlanta I like Atlanta I think they got a hard knock last year because they are injury riddled and if you don't pay attention to the Falcons you don't know what's going on with them and that's what most people thought they said okay you know this team couldn't recover after what happened last season they've fallen apart and they're in complete dismay I don't think that's the case I think it's more they just were so beat up I mean so I, many injuries they on were both one of a couple of teams ball. that were just completely annihilated. And yeah, exactly. I, I look, you know, back at full health. I look for him to be competitive again this year and give Drew Brees a challenge. Hundred percent. I do too. I think Julio. You know, I mean, he's. I mean, in my eyes, he's the, if not the best. You know, one of the top two receivers in the game. And was he banked up at all last year? Or no, was that the year before? See, that's one thing with Julio is that uh, I mean, other than his second year in the NFL when he had a, a broken foot and he missed. Uh, multiple, I mean, 10 weeks probably in the season. Yeah. Um, he, he's always banged up, but the man plays. Unless he has a, an, an injury that, could, you know, you just can't play on. This man, play. I mean, turf toe, most most guys, especially receivers, are out multiple weeks. He, he toughs through everything. So, you know, unless it's he's something a, big, I'm not worried about it. Nah, he's a war daddy. I mean, you know, you're going <laughs> oh, yeah. to get out of him. Yeah. Yes, sir. All right, so now that we got your Atlanta Falcons pick out of the way, let's uh yeah exactly. All right, let's that go. next one. All right, so my second one, uh, this one's a little interesting. Um, I th- week seventeen, Redskins at Cowboys. All right, okay. Always, always a good matchup, man. Always, always a good matchup. Uh, on the Redskins, even myself, but Jay Gruden somehow, some way, finds them round 500 at the end of the season and a couple wins here or there they're 10 and 6 who knows 11 and 5 i don't think i'll go that far but um down you know week 17 last week of the season i mean you in my opinion you can't get too much better than skins the cowboys the rivalry oh, no. goes back you know we all know how many years now oh yeah we're all the um, it's, 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 it's one it, that's that's a flip of a coin game and you know so yeah that's a flip of a coin game you never know what the result will be in that game I like exactly. that one. I like that one. All right, let's let's hear the third one. All right, so my third one, this is by far probably my favorite matchup and it kind of goes underrated <clears throat> is the uh the week 6 Thursday night game Giants at Patriots. Wow, okay. Um, That's interesting. I think that is going to be a phenomenal game. I mean, who knows if this is Eli's last season. Uh, maybe he goes to another team. Maybe he just go, you know, wants to j- only play for the Giants his career and retires. Mm-hmm. Uh, just one last matchup of Eli against Tom Brady. Okay, I'm all about it. Okay. I am all about it. And then it being in New England as well. Who knows what, what can happen? Who knows? You know, 
that would be a great win. You know, a lot of people are counting the Giants to be, you know, not contenders. They're not going to be anything this year. They're rebuilding, but I'm that would be a heck of a win. You know, I mean, you can never count teams out like this, man. You can't. And for rumors, that, rumors that I've heard lately is that, you know, uh, they're talking about extending Eli for another two years, yep. you know, so. I mean, in my opinion, yeah, no, I agree. I mean, last year, so yeah, we were talking. I mean, they got Saquon. They got. They just re-signed or gave uh, Sterling Shepard an extension. Um, They have some. Evan Ingram is in there, I believe. Still, Mm -hmm. Uh, I mean, they they have some weapons uh, on both sides of the ball. So maybe if they get another receiver to complement Shepard, and who knows. They got some work to do on that defense. If they don't draft, you know, like a project quarterback, you know, that everybody's predicting in, on the sixth pick, you know, and just getting an immediate starter, I mean, they could compete. Yeah, yep. I, I just – I don't know. We'll see with them. I, I think that if they do go quarterback with that sixth or 17th pick, that if they haven't, fans will be calling for Haskins' name or whoever they pick's name to come out by now. I don't see them doing too well. I think me and Matt, we talked pre-show about the uh, schedule they have coming up, and I just don't see them favored in a lot of the matchups. And at at that point, Eli hasn't shown that he can, A, throw the ball deep because they're going to load the box against them, no doubt about it. If he hasn't proven that he can throw deep by then, New York is going to go postal because the Jets are going to surge, I think, at the beginning. I think the Jets are going to have a good start, and the Giants, if you're a New York fan— if you're a New York Giants fan, you are the king of New York. And if you lose that title to the Jets, it is not good. And you're going to do anything you can to get it back. I know they love I mean, Eli, but still, I don't see. I mean, I, I think that's a great matchup. Should Eli make it that far? It's going to be a fun matchup to watch. But like you were saying, though, Wes, like when you lose an Odell Beckham, I mean, you're losing a premier deep threat home run hitter. And I mean, they're going to they're going to they're going to suffer from that loss a little bit. Yeah. OBJ had be, the longest you know, passing touchdown for him last year. Right, right. I mean, so now you're talking about Sterling Shepard as your number one receiver. I mean, I'm sure some young guys will come up and, you know, develop, you know, under Eli. Um, you never know. I mean, you have a Saquon Barkley that's a beast. He can catch out the backfield and run. I still think they're a couple of years away, but it'll be a good matchup, uh, like Matt was saying. I, I agree. I agree. So I I got my three here too as well. I'm not going to take too long on the first one. The first one's the same one as Bobby that he had earlier. It's going to be the week two matchup. Saints at Rams. Uh, it's a 425 game. It's going to be on Fox. I don't know how in the world this was not made a primetime game. You have Eagles Falcons in Sunday night primetime, 820 that night. Um, and then you have how can you not have, how can you not have the rematch of the NFC Championship game on primetime? Yeah, and then you have and then here here you go. Here's your kicker. Monday night you have Browns at Jets. So they, those two games were picked uh, picked ahead of that. No offense to you, Matt, but those I I don't know how that game didn't get put primetime. Yeah, Browns are getting a lot of respect right now. Watch that team go yep. like two and like five to start the first time of the season. It, 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 it could happen. It could happen. But my okay, so my second game that I have, it's actually going to be a Week 14 matchup. It's going to be uh, the previous uh, AFC Championship game. We've got the Patriots playing the Chiefs, and that mm. game is going to be a 4:25 p.m. game in Foxborough. Look for that to get flexed because it probably will. And it'll take that either <laughs> Seattle and Rams primetime slot, which it's probably going to do. Um, and then, and then again for the kicker, you got Monday night uh, New York Giants at Philly. So there's probably not going to be a whole lot going on with that this year. I mean, that's yeah, I you mean, know. I would not be surprised to see that flex. To yeah. Uh, main spot. Absolutely. I mean, what do you have to say? It, it's Mahomes, uh, Brady, Belichick, Reed. I mean, this is 
this is and, and this is prime type TV. It's just so simple. I'm excited for this matchup. I want to see what Mahomes does. I want to see him win it before overtime, so he doesn't have to worry about that. And I want to see how uh, Tom Brady's faring at this point in the season. You know, again, he's an old man. I know he's bulked up for the season, but how's he going to do against them young guns? I'm eager to see how the Chiefs are going to be doing defensively by that point, and I'm really curious to see who Mahomes' weapons will be at that point in the year. Will it be Hill? Is he still going to be there? Is something going to be going on? I know we'll, we'll talk a little bit later about him um, as far as his offense, but who else are, do you have as weapons? Chris Conley's gone. He's with Jacksonville now. Uh, Hunt's gone. He's with the the Browns, I believe, now. Where I think they let Ware go. Uh, their running back, Spencer Ware. So he's he's out there. So where you know where is Mahomes putting this ball at? And... On top of that, Belichick's got a full year of tape on him. He already beat him once. Now he has the formula. So what's he going to do this time? Yeah, the blueprint's there. So that'll definitely be interesting to see. Yeah, definitely an interesting matchup. Yeah, really good. That that AFC Championship game was one of the best of the year. Oh, Um, I loved it. I had such a blast watching that game. I'm not a fan of either team, but I had a blast watching that game. Yeah, 100%. It'll be interesting, man. I mean, you know, everybody's waiting to see, like, all right, when's Brady going to have that horrible year? When's he going to hit that hit that wall? When's he going <laughs> to hit that gonna line? Hit the line? <laughs> I, I was calling it out four years ago. I'll eat my crow right now. I still haven't seen it. Yep, <laughs> I had him a couple happen. years ago. <laughs> so, yeah, we'll uh, we'll see. Who you got? Who you got? Week three. Uh, what's your number three one, Wes? All right, so my number three one is going to be a week sixteen matchup, and it could be for a potential wild card spot, depending on how these two teams do. No, it is not Atlanta Jacksonville. Um, it is. Uh, <laughs> it's going to be Pittsburgh going to New York to play the Jets and Le'Veon Bell. One o'clock to game time, week sixteen. Like I said, December twenty second. So you got your your pre Christmas matchup. See how Le'Veon Bell does against that Steelers defense. He knows basically everybody on that team. Uh, you know, I know him and Connor have no hard feelings from the running back position. Can't say the same about Brown and Juju, but we've gone there and talked about that. <laughs> um, I like this game. It's going to be a cold game. It's going to be a fun game. And if the Jets are truly who everybody thinks they're going to be this year with Darnold and Le'Veon Bell and and their whole cast and crew, you know, like I said, it could be a potential wild card matchup. I, I think it'll be interesting. It's not something that maybe everybody's looking at, but at the same time, everybody's looking at because it's Le'Veon Bell. No, that was a really good pick. I really like that, that matchup that you just picked there, Wes. Um yeah, just to see the matchup, hopefully I'm a Le'Veon is gonna he's gonna play well i think it's i think he's gonna fare better on a different team than antonio brown on the raiders um i just feel Le'Veon is more proven i mean just him catch he can catch it out the backfield he can he can do everything as a running back mm-hmm. so just to see him to go up against a former team that that's a great pick i like that one thank you <laughs> uh, yeah i think i think that'll be an interesting uh, a nice matchup uh, i personally don't think the jets are going to be more than a six, seven win team this year. Right. But just the fact that they're going against each other, uh, that'll be good to see. I'll be very anxious to see how, um, maybe on adjust, you know, going to, um, you know, a new franchise and he's a very patient. Actually how the offensive line can adjust to him or how he can adjust the offensive line. But nonetheless, though, that's going to be, um, it'd be a fun game to watch. Yeah. yeah, He's, he's going to, uh, he's going to help Sam Darnold. He's going to help him out so much. Big time. Uh, to mature as a you know a starting NFL quarterback, I think that's going to be huge for his progression into his second season, which is always a big year for you know 
NFL starting quarterback. Absolutely. Absolutely. Take the pressure off him. Now you got to run it back and get the ball 25, 30 times a game. Slow the game down. Yep. Don't depend on him so much. Um, that's a good situation for Sam Darnold, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yep. A, a couple more of the interesting ones, and you know, I'll just kind of go through these real quick. Um, you have Week 8, Browns at Patriots. Um, October 27th, that'll be an interesting one. You have Chiefs at Chargers in Mexico City, Rivers versus Mahomes. That's going to be week 11, November 18th. Um, and then you also have a couple more interesting games. I know that you have uh, Chiefs uh, versus Bears, so one of the better defenses versus a high-powered offense. We'll see how that goes as well. And then on top of that, I think I had a couple more here that I really wanted. Uh, Redskins, Vikings. That's going to be a good one. Week 8, October 24th. Yeah, little, uh, Kirk, little Kirk Cousins war right there. Yep, yep. That'll be an interesting that one. That should be fun. And yeah, that should be a fun one. Another one, Ravens yeah. at Seahawks. So you got Earl Thomas, a week 7. That'll be going to yep. Seattle. Uh, Giants, Cowboys, week 9 will be interesting. Um, obviously, the you got to talk about the uh, week 1 matchup that none of us talked about. It's going to be Packers at Bears to kick off the season in 100 years with the NFL. So that'll be another good one, too. Uh, so it's a lot of interesting games coming up this year. You know, It'll be fun to dissect these schedules a little bit more as we go through. And I think uh, me and you, Bobby, we talked about possibly doing a 32-team breakdown prior to the regular season. So we'll talk about more. Absolutely. We'll talk more about yeah, that just as the one season little, comes. One, one little side note I hear uh, I had after my top three was uh um the uh, cowboys at saints will be i think it's week eight that's gonna be a really good matchup yeah. we, we took them we took them last year and a lot of people are saying like is this gonna be for sean payton <laughs> where's yeah. he gonna go yeah is it what to get or what that yeah. just a little thing to think about on the side i know there's a lot of rumors going around about you know sean payton maybe going to the cowboys i don't see it happening especially what he said recently right but i mean Obviously, he's not going to say yes or no. You know, no he's yeah. going to stay loyal to he his team. But yeah, he can't say anything. That's going to be a very good matchup, too. I mean, two teams that should be competing for the MC, So We'll see. All right, we're going to take one quick yep. break. We'll be right back. We're going to break down the Dallas Cowboys next. Thank you for listening. All right, we're back. And before we get into some Cowboys football and predictions, we have a new highest-paid player in the league now, don't we, guys? We have Russell Wilson. Now, new contract, four years, $140 million. Bobby, can you break that down for us a little bit? Yeah, I mean, everybody saw the video. Him and Sierra laying in bed. Yep. You know, <laughs> yep. further. I'm going, we're back home, Seahawks. Yep. <laughs> so, yeah, must be nice being Russell must Wilson. Be, he's yep. living uh, his best life. Yes, yeah, he is. Uh, that man is living his best life. There's no question about it. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> four years, $140 million, 107 guaranteed, plus $65 million signing bonus. What can you say? I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, he had, I don't use curse words on the show, but he had Seattle by their balls in the throat. They had no choice. Yeah. He gave him a deadline. He gave him a deadline. This is what I want. This is what you need to do to get me. And um, (laughs) sure enough, 12 hours later, I woke up the next morning, like Mm -hmm. the rest of us, and saw that he signed. (laughs) Yep. Yeah. It's just one of those those situations, you know, that what are you going to do? I mean, you're not going to let the guy walk. He won a Super Bowl for you. You know, you got him for four more years, which means, you know, after those four years, he'll be in Seattle for 12 years. Like I said, you won a Super Bowl. It's a quarterback league. <laughs> you can't let him walk. No. and it's, his, I mean, his numbers last year, Wes, we were talking about that last show. I mean, his numbers last year were better than they've ever been. Yeah, with you know, a bad I mean, line. He is their team. Yeah, the the guy carries the whole team on his back, and he had all the leverage in the world. And I applaud him and his agent for working out how they did because just before this got done, we knew about the deadline coming up where it had to be reached by a certain date. Then all these little tidbits of information come out. Well, Russell Wilson might be interested in going to New York. Well, 
oh, that really sped up the process, it seems, because I feel like no more than 24 to 48 hours after those those headlines started coming out, he was, you know, like you said, that contract was agreed to. And it's a great deal. I think he deserves every penny of it. The guy goes out and balls with nothing for him. I just hope that they give him options or they're just dumping money into nothing at this point. I agree. I mean, it's a win-win for both teams, you know, both both um, both parties. I mean, Russell got what he wanted. Seahawks got what they wanted. I mean, there's, like I said, they had no other options. And, um, like, I mean, they just got to build around them. I mean, their uh, offense, you know, isn't powerful, but he makes players look so much better than they do. That's a scary thing. If they can provide him with some more weapons, they'll be a force. I mean, oh, so yeah. we'll see. Yeah, and, and yeah, so uh, I, I was I was trying to compare some of the contracts, right? And we all know that he he just taught. I mean, he's the highest paid player, pretty much in the league. You know, yeah, right he averages thirty five million so, a year right now. Yeah, he took uh, he beat Aaron Rodgers, I think. Yep, thirty six million or whatever. Yeah, just past like just under what, what? Yeah, exactly. And then Matt Ryan's just under him. Uh, the, the only difference between the two contracts with uh, you say Matt Ryan and Russell Wilson is Ryan got one more year right. attached to his deal, so it was a five-year. His was a hundred million guaranteed compared to Russell Wilson's, who was only seventy-five million guaranteed. Now, what that I mean means for cap hits and everything else, you'd really have to break it down. Um, but for the Seahawks, it re- I mean. Like you said, Bobby, he's won a Super Bowl for the team. Should have won another one. We all know. <laughs> Towards the hand the ball off, hand yeah, the ball hand off, the ball off the beast mode. I mean, yeah, yep. exactly. We all we already know what happened there. Uh, so I mean, they were in the same situation pretty much as you know the Ravens and Joe Flacco. You know, I mean, you got to pay the guy. You got to. Yeah. You know what I mean. And, and so, for context to break it down, Russell Wilson, like you said, thirty-five million average this year. It's going to be Aaron Rodgers two for thirty-three point five mil. Matt Ryan three for thirty mil. And this is again just for this season. Um, Kirk Cousins comes in at fourth with 28 million, and Jimmy Jimmy Garoppolo 27.5 mil. Uh, and that's your top five as far as paid players this season. Yeah, no, it was a move that had to be made in the in, for the Seahawks. So he's he's an MVP caliber player, raises the level of all the receivers around him. He can have some nobodies, you know, undrafted free agents, and he makes them look like legitimate NFL players. So like done. Me. I mean, and like Matt, like Matt was saying right now, I mean, there's a reason why a person like Kyler Murray is being looked at being undersized because Russell Wilson has, you know, made that blueprint right there when it comes to that. You can be kind of undersized and win a Super Bowl and make your plays, you know? Like, I mean, this kid is, what was he sit? Uh, six foot, you know, six one, not even. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and I mean, everybody's looking for that guy. That's why they're not looking at, oh, your typical six foot four, six foot five quarterback. That's why. Tyler Murray might be the number one pick in the draft. Everybody wants that next Russell Wilson. You are right. They're hoping they can get that. That's why the Broncos are still going through quarterbacks after quarterbacks since Peyton Manning because they're you got John Elway running the show over there and he wants a six five, six six, you know, the biggest guy who looks like he can throw bombs, but those days are how that works out with them with uh, Trevor Simeon and Brock Osweiler and everybody. You yep, know, yep. So. I'm telling those days are coming to an end. You they got are. these defenses ends are so fast and so quick off the ball with their pad level and their kid off. You got to have a mobile quarterback, man. I mean, Brady obviously to me is like 
<laughs> one exception, you know, because yeah. just sees the field so Somehow, well. Somehow, some way, yeah. He no. defies <laughs> all logic completely. You got the extra point yeah. with Wes, Bobby, and Matt. We're moving on. Uh, we're going to go ahead and head into the Cowboys season schedule. Bobby, I know you've already looked through the schedule. What do you got What do you got Dallas doing this season? Yeah, so, you know, looking at the schedule right now, I'll be honest with you, um, I have high expectations. It's, um, I mean, <laughs> we'll see what happens. I got us going 12 and 4, to be honest with you. Wow, all right. Wow. Um, yeah, it's, I mean, the team's there. They're built. I mean, we got yeah. great offensive line. We got a quarterback that hasn't been proven yet. He's only, you know, going into his fourth year right now. Um, the third year, I'm sorry. And um, we had, the, to me, the best, one of the best running backs in the league. Got Amari Cooper last year. It's going to help getting Jason Witten at, uh, coming out of retirement at tight end. Oh, yeah. Um, looking up and down the schedule, a great defense. You know, we uh two young, great linebackers that proved themselves last year. Resigned to Marcus Lawrence. I mean, when I look up and down the schedule right now, I see a loss. I see New Orleans maybe being a loss at New Orleans. That's going to be a tough game. And y'all got the it's win last easy. year against them, right? So that'll be a good match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we, we got them last year in our house. So we got to go back there to their house. And that's not an easy place to play at all. Everybody knows that. Going to New Orleans is a tough place to play. So I see, you know, maybe a loss over at New Orleans on September 29th. Um, another loss that I see going up and down the schedule is at Chicago. You know, the Bears are Bears, Bears are, are a, a tough team. team, and they're unpredictable. <laughs> you just don't know what's going on. I'm curious to see what Kellen Moore is going to do with that offense. And it's going to be December 5th. It's going to be cold over there oh, in the Windy City. Yeah. I mean, that's not an easy place to play. It is not an easy place to play. So I have a loss there. I got to sprinkle in the loss to either the Giants, Eagles, or Redskins. Right. There's going to be a division loss in there. Division. There's going to be division, division loss. It could. I mean, it could be a team like you know, like Matt was talking about earlier. Um, yeah, the Redskins. Uh, it's one of his games uh, late in the season against who was it? The Cowboys or Eagles or Cowboys, Redskins. He had he had Cowboys, Redskins. Right. So that could be that could be one of those losses. Yep. And very um, well could be. Sp- and then I'll sprinkle in another one. So. All right. Well, I'm interested to see what Dallas does this year. They're on a year where they have to they have to win for Jason Garrett's job, and I mean they're putting it they're putting that offense in the hands of Kellen Moore. So he's got all the weapons already that he needs. You know, Mari Cooper, Zeke Elliott, Prescott can make the plays. He just needs a little more time. You got the veteran Witten back in there. You have your a great offensive line that you guys have sunk so much money in. Travis Frederick's back from last year, which you did not have all last year. That's going to be huge. Uh, That's a little receiver help last year with Omari Cooper and um, Randall Cobb. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Bobby, I'd, I'd like to uh, ask you because I don't think we talked about the last time or if he was even signed at that point, uh, the Jason Witten pickup. Uh, I'd just like to get some thoughts as a Cowboys fan. Oh, man. You know what, uh, Matt? I love it. I love it, man. I don't expect him to go out there and get 15 touchdowns and 400 or 700, 700 yards receiving. Right. Just just his presence in the locker room alone, you know, will just be a factor. And you're talking about a guy that's a great blocker, too. You know, like um, Jason Wenton has never been that guy that's run down on the top skinny post, 20 yards down the field, long plays. He's one of those killers that on third down, he'll check down. Amazing hands. Mm-hmm. Great blocker. Great in the locker room. I love it. Now, I love it. With I think every Cowboys fan loves it. With Dallas's 
depth at the tight end position you have, as it says right now, and that's going to be via ourlads.com. Uh, I have Jason Witten as one, Blake Jarwin as two, Rico Gathers as three, and Dalton Schultz as four. Is there any way, conceivably, you see them taking a tight end to um, put under uh, Witten's wing? Because, I mean, Witten's probably going to be there, I would assume, a year. So do you see them picking up a tight end in order to, you know, you know, get the wisdom of, of Jason Garrett or Jason Witten while he's there? Excuse me. Oh, absolutely. Because Jason Garrett's not our long term. You know, that's a short term project. I mean, that's Witten. a short term thing right there. Yeah, yeah, Witten, yeah, yeah, yeah. I did the same yeah, thing. Witten's a short term guy. Right yeah, no, he's a short term uh, uh, issue right there. So, um, I mean, obviously, we're not going to have Hawkinson or um, thought the tight ends from Iowa right. available. But, I mean, absolutely. I could see them, you know, third, fourth round. Yeah. There's a good one out there taking them. Yeah. We don't have a first round pick this year. Right. So, unless we move up, it, it'd be interesting to see if you guys round. try and sneak into the first round with one of them extra Raiders picks and uh, pick up maybe Irv Smith out of, out, of, out of Alabama. I think that would be a good pickup for you guys uh, in particular. You, Somebody you never know. You never know. Jerry Jones, you never know what that guy's going to do. <laughs> you yeah, never you, know. You really you never know. So so 12 and 4, you're thinking they're going to go. I'm thinking 12 and 4, man. I mean, that's obviously being me a little bit of a homer. Oh, yeah. But, uh, I mean, like I say, I mean, this is the only, uh, this is, J, uh, this is Garrett's last opportunity so if he doesn't take us to the super bowl that's going to be about it yeah so. when i look through this i mean, and this is just a quick breakdown i mean i see probably 10 and 6 maybe 11 and 5 um but regardless i still do see dallas making the playoffs again i did pick them to win the division so i mean i would obviously have them that high as well i i, I don't think the redskins are going to be anything to worry about the, again, same thing with the Giants. Philly is going to be really interesting because I want to see what Carson Wentz does uh, does down the stretch because we haven't seen that. We've only seen uh, BDN or Nick Foles, uh, uh, you know, show up at the yeah. end and save the day. So uh, it'll be y'all yeah, be curious to see that. So it's it's really Dallas's division to lose right now. I'll be and before I check off with you guys, I'll be honest with you right now. If we sit at a eight and eight season mm-hmm. or even a ten to six season. Mm-hmm. Jason Garrett is not coming back. <laughs> There's like way it. too many weapons. They've spent way too much money. They've invested so much in their draft picks. They've done a great draft last four years. If this team does not go to the Super Bowl or at least the NFC Championship, Jason Garrett's not coming back. I mean, I mean, I look up and down this roster right now. I mean, the players are there. I mean, there's no excuses for them right now. Yep. There's none. Uh, no, I completely agree. Honestly, I thought before the Amari Cooper trade and him turning out really, I mean, that was worth, that was an, that uh, was worth every, you know, even those trades. Hey, hey man, I agree with you. Like, just say like we had a first round, Amari Cooper will be a first round pick in this draft this year. Yes. No. And I, I take yes. that a hundred, you know, nine times out of 10, if not 10 times out of 10, yep. he played so well for you guys last year. And I think that, tra- I mean, if you guys didn't make that trade and didn't get any receiver during the season, Jason Garrett, in my opinion, would have been fired maybe before the season ended. So, I mean, right, right, yeah. I mean, that was, I mean, that that was Jerry. Hey, it worked out better than what we got Roy Williams for a first round pick. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. (laughs) Oh yeah. Yeah, big time. (laughs) Well, Bobby, I know you got a lot going on, man. Um, Yeah, I got I got my family in town from Virginia over in Matt's area right now. We're getting ready to do a, a Good Friday fish fries. So. 
I appreciate you calling me in, Wes. Matt, yep. great talking to you. Yeah, I'm excited to see you next week. Come these. over afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know that. <laughs> you know that. <laughs> Definitely excited right. to see you hey. next week at the Quarter Pint for that hey, live I show. That. And I can't, I can't wait to hear Matt's uh, Falcons prediction and your Jags prediction. So. Yep. And then we'll uh, we'll see you next week at the Quarter Pint, right? Absolutely. Quarter Pint next Thursday for the first 15 <laughs> picks of the trap. Looking forward to it. Yep, can't wait to see you again. Thanks for taking the time, Bobby. We'll see you later. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back, and uh, we'll talk more football. Thank you, guys. All right. right. Later. All right, and we are back. Again, we thank Bobby for joining us earlier to break down the Cowboys, talk a little bit about their favorite games of the season. Uh, You will see him next week at the the Cork and Pint in the European Village. We're going to be doing our live show there, breaking down the draft as it's happening. We're going to do at least, I'd say, the first 10 to 15 picks try and stay out as long as possible come on out and join us if you're local we would really appreciate hearing you and then maybe we'll bring you up to uh, get your thoughts on a pick but anyway uh, we just broke down the dallas cowboys uh bobby gave him a pretty uh, high expectations as i kind of expected he expects a 12 and 4 season out of him now i'm just going to run through the games real quick matt and you uh you give me what you think and if you think it's a win give us a win an l give us an l and then we'll see what your final record is i just want to go ahead and say 12 and 4 is <laughs> <laughs> I think we can go ahead and go by game by game real quick. Uh, but yeah, I'm just saying that that's probably a little high for me. But yeah, we can go ahead and run through these games. Yeah, and let's I'll tell you why. let's go ahead and break it down real quick. So week one, they will be home. It's going to be a 425 game. It's going to be versus the New York Giants. I got them winning that game. Uh, that game, yes, at home. Uh, Giants without Odell. Um, it's going to take them probably a couple of games to figure out what their scheme is and what they're best at and everything else like that. Uh, so I definitely give that. That's definitely a Cowboys win in my opinion. Yep. Week two, it's going to be at Washington, one o'clock game. I got them uh, taking the W as well there. See that one? Uh, I'll go ahead and give them the win as well. Uh, that's always you know divisional. Like I said before, Cowboys-Redskins, always good matchup. Yep. Uh, but I do see the Cowboys taking that one. Week three, we have the Miami Dolphins coming to town. So it'll be the Dolphins in, in the uh, Cowboys stadium, and that's going to be a 1 o'clock game as well. I got the, uh, again, Cowboys moving on a 3-0. and You know, yeah, the Dolphins, uh, depending on what they've got going on with the quarterback situation after the draft uh, and, tra- you know, trades and everything, as of right now, I'm looking at the Cowboys, so they're starting out 3-0 right now. Yep. Week 4, that will be their first big test. It's going to be on Sunday night, 820 NBC. We got them going to the Mercedes-Benz Dome, Superdome, facing the Saints. I got them taking the L in that one. Yeah, that's a big L for me. Yep, that's it's just impossible to beat the, in my opinion, to beat the Saints at home. You really got to get their number, and you got to catch them on the right day to get that one. Saints at home is, is that's a whole other animal. Um... Just yeah, no, that's that's definitely going to be an L in my opinion. Week five, they're going to be coming, or they're going to be staying in Dallas, excuse me, to play the Green Bay Packers, and that's going to be a four twenty-five game. Uh, off a, uh, I don't know who you got one in this one real quick, but uh, I I'm going to go ahead and say the Packers on this. You're going to take the Packers. I am actually mm-hmm. with this one. It's I I was very 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 conflicted. I think Dallas is going to eke this one out. Um, it's going to be a close one. It's going to be an extremely close game. It's going to be a fun game to watch. And then uh, moving on to week six, they're going to head up to New York to take on Le'Veon Bell, Sam Darnold, and the Jets. I have them taking a win on that one as well. 
that one, that one's going to be a little bit of a toss-up. We'll, we'll kind of see by this point in the season, we'll see if Sam Darnold and, and Le'Veon get some chemistry going and yeah. everything else. Uh, as of right now, I'm going to actually take the Cowboys on that one. Okay, moving on. We're going to go to week seven. It's going to be home versus Philly. Uh, this will be a good division rival. Uh, division rivalry. I do have them taking the L though on this one. The streak comes to an end. Yeah. See, this game here for them, it looks like it's the it's the first of three straight uh, primetime games actually yeah. for the Cowboys. So um, at home, you know what? I, I'm actually gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and take the Cowboys on this one. I gotcha. Yeah, see, I'm very conflicted with that one. That's going to be a really good game. I think Philly steals the yeah. show, though. Um, and, and that's 425 game, 425 game. Then that's an 820 game for them. Week 7. Week 8, they have a bye week. And then week 9, they're going to go back up to New York and face the Giants, which I think they will go ahead and get the uh, season sweep there. Uh, being at the um, – it is after a bye week, uh, which is normally when you know teams want to come out strong. Uh, but I actually see them taking the L on that one. Taking the L. Eli Manning is going to get it done in New York in front of the home crowd, save his job for maybe another week, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Moving on, uh, that third primetime game. It's going to be November 10th, 820, home versus the Vikings. Uh, versus the Vikings, uh, it, it, it's going to be an interesting game. It'll be a good game. I do have them taking the loss, though, in this one at home, uh, their second home loss of the season. And it will be another close one. I think Kirk Cousins is going to be able to eke it out for him. The defense will play strong. It, again, like I said, it'll be a very close game, but I do have the Vikings taking this one. Yeah, no, same here. Vikings, they're, I mean, come on, you know, both sides of the ball. They're, they're, they're a pretty solid team, uh, even though it'll be at Dallas. Um, I see the Vikings taking that one. So after uh, after ten weeks, we have the uh, I have them at six and three. You have them at five and four. Moving on to week eleven, uh, November seventeenth, one o'clock. It's going to be at Detroit Ford Field versus the Lions. I have them taking a W here as well. See, I think the Lions uh, they had a down year last year. I think they're I think they're going to take the win on this one. Uh, Lions. Uh, Lions, all right. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Um, moving on from that, we're going November 24th, 425, going to Foxborough against Tom Brady and the Patriots. I have them taking a loss. It's going to be cold weather. It's going to be nasty. Um, and it's Bill Belichick and Tom Brady in Foxborough. What are you going to say? Yeah, no, 100%. I'm taking, taking Patriots on there. And this is where, uh, for my prediction of the Cowboys, where I think they really start to slide is, is I mean, that's three losses in a row, I believe I have them, if not right. four with the Giants in there. So, yeah. Yeah, no, through 11 bad. games, you have them five and six right now. Yeah. Moving on, we're going to get a home game, a much-needed home game for them after two road games and, and your uh, mock uh, two straight L's. They're coming home to face the Buffalo Bills. I have them winning that one as well. Yeah, no, that's a win for me. Easy. Easy yeah. win for me. Easy peasy. All right. Moving on, we have a primetime game. That's going to be December 5th at 820. It's going to be on Fox, NFL Network, and Prime Video. So if you have Amazon Prime, you do get to watch this game for free. It's going to be at Chicago, Soldier Field versus the Bears with that gritty defense. Who do you got? And like I said, this is, this is part of the uh, Cowboys' demise in my uh, season prediction that the Bears are a really good team. Yep, it's at home. That game, um, that's an L for the Cowboys. 
yep, head, heading back from Soldier Field. They're going to have another home game in front of the fans, and that's going to be uh, 425, December 15th. I got the uh, Rams steal on that one as well. Yes, sir. Right there with you, man. I mean, that's a really hard schedule down down the stretch. Here. It is. It is. They were given no favors late, and, you know, it's home away, home away, home away, which, you know, it's nice, I guess, but uh, you're going to cold-weather team, cold-weather team. I mean, albeit you have a dome with Detroit. So cold-weather team, cold-weather team. You get the Bills at home. You go back up to Chicago, cold, December 5th. Um, you're home against the Rams, which is nice. Again, I see them taking the L and then back up to Philly versus the Eagles. I am going to give them the win. I think this is going to be close. Am I the one that I have going on right now? They're fighting for their playoff lives. They're going to need this win. I think they're going to have a great game plan. I'm hoping from Kellen Moore against them because I just don't see the Eagles getting the sweep. And again, I haven't seen Wentz late in the season, so I don't know what's going to happen. Who knows if Wentz is even playing by then? So I'm giving Dallas the win. Yeah, no, uh, it's, it's going to be close. It's, like you say, coming right down, right down to the end of the season, divisional games. Um, I have them possibly, I have them taking a win here, man. I really do. Uh, that's probably going to be that. That's their last win of the season for me. <laughs> I already made my prediction on the Redskins yep. Cowboys game. Yeah, you got them taking the L there. The last win of the year. Um, but yeah, no, that's definitely a loss. I mean, excuse me, a win against the Eagles. Right. Okay, so we got yours finished. I'm going to give them the win the last week of the season. Division's going to be on the line. I don't think it's necessarily going to be against the Redskins but it will be on the line nonetheless, and I will have them winning that game. So with that all said, we have uh, – did you keep track of yours, Matt? Because if I'm you didn't, I did. right I'm adding mine up right now. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Um, I Go have ahead. them going, but I do have them going 10-6 and six this season. Um, so to recap my losses, I have them losing at the uh, – I'm losing home against the Rams, at the Patriots, home versus the Vikings, the Saints – and then I have them splitting the series with the Eagles, so the total of five, or I'm sorry, six losses. I didn't think I don't think I covered them all. Let me see. Let me run back through this real quick. So we have the Saints taking an L. We have the Vikings taking an L. Philly taking an L. Patriots a loss. Chicago a loss, and then the Rams a loss. So that's six. So yeah, ten and six. I have them going. What'd you get? So it looks like I have them going. And I'm back and forth on a couple of these picks here. I think you're like uh, six looking, and ten. They're looking at eight and eight, which eight is eight. Jason Garrett's. <laughs> That's Job. His, um, you know, his calling. It seems like he went eight and eight three seasons in a row, I believe. There, um, they're going to be right there. You know, either just making or just missing the playoffs. They have a pretty hard schedule down the stretch. Uh, you know, a couple of divisional games to end up. Um, but overall, I. I see them missing the playoffs. It's going to be really close. I think the Eagles are going to take that division, though. All right. Well, that'll be interesting to see. We'll see how Dallas does this season. Let's go ahead and move on. We're going to go to Atlanta Falcons. Uh, so let's go ahead and take a look at them. What are your thoughts about them this season? What, what, what's going on with Atlanta? What do you got? Man, I try to be non-biased as possible. It's hard. Here. It's hard. <laughs> you know it is. Yep. So Actually, I have them going 10-6. and six. Okay. Uh, give it, take a couple of wins. It could be eleven and five. Uh, hopefully better. But you know, uh, let's start off on week one. I have them. You know, they're at Vikings. Um, we played them two years ago, and this was in Atlanta. We took an L. Their defense shut us down. Um, 
and then it being at Minnesota, I just see us taking the no. Uh, it would probably be a close game. Um, but then moving on to week two, that's at home against the Eagles on Sunday night. Um, we, you know, notoriously lost to the Eagles and uh, yeah. the divisional game a couple seasons ago. Uh, and then we lost some first game of the season last year on the same play as, as the divisional game, trying to toss it up to Julio 800 times. Uh don't get me wrong, really, Jones is the best receiver in the league. Yep, I agree. And in my opinion, uh, I agree. can't do, do him every single time. So, right. Yeah. Uh, that didn't have him a win, so we're at one and one right now. Uh, then week three, we are at Indianapolis. Um, I think that's going to be a shootout. I'm looking at like a 35-33 game with Andrew Luck, you know, in his own building. Uh, yeah, we play well on turf, but again, it's in their building. Uh, I have the second and L on that one, too. We're looking at one and two to start. Uh, then we have a one o'clock game uh, versus Tennessee. That one I see us winning. Um, I just don't think Tennessee has everything to put it quite together yet. Uh, so I definitely have a second to win there. So we're two and two after week four. Um, we move on to uh, week five. We have an away game at uh, Houston. Yeah, third of three AFC South games, too, on that. Yeah, it, it, that's, it seems like that's kind of the way our schedule is set up. I'm not, I haven't taken a look at every single team's schedule. But, I mean, we have three games against the AFC South, and then it's three games against uh, the NFC West, I believe. Yeah, so... After the car, uh, the Texans, which I have a, a loss, so at, you know, after week five, I'm giving us a, a two and three record. Right. Um, realistically, so we have that four or five game week six at Arizona. Arizona is a mess at their quarterback situation. Are they going to take Kyler Murray? Right. What are they going to do with Rosen? What's going to happen there? Exactly. Um, I'm, I give us a win. So we're sitting at five hundred. Uh, we move on to week seven. We have burst the Rams. I actually have us losing that game, even though it's at home. Um, we uh, The Falcons seem like they, they start out a little bit slow. They kind of figure themselves out. And then towards, you know, maybe after a late bye week or something, we, we, we put it together and get it going. Uh, but I do have us losing that game. And then going into week eight, Against the Seattle Seahawks, that's another home game. Since Dan Quinn has, you know, been the head coach of the Falcons, uh, I want to believe that we we've won every game against the Seahawks. We nice. smashed them in that divisional playoff game on the way to the Super Bowl a few years ago. Uh, beat them another once or twice in the regular season, so I give us a win, especially at home there. Okay. Then uh, we go into a. In, what I think is a perfect bye week at week nine. Oh, yeah. You can't ask for much more than that. Yeah, exactly. So week nine bye, and then after that, we have a stretch of five straight divisional games, which... Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. That's crazy. Yeah, that's rough. Um, So we start out away at the Saints. You already know that it'll be a tight game, but I'm going to take an L on that one. Um, and then we go at Carolina, and starting at week 11, it seems like the NFL has 
a flex option pretty much on every team for here on that, you know, from there right. on out. Right. Just be, you know, if you're in playoff contention, they they went the better matchup yeah. in, in prime time games. Um I have a second to know there. Uh, but then this is when we started to turn the corner. We have three straight home games uh, versus the Buccaneers. That's a win, week 12. Then we have the short week, week 13, against that's that Thanksgiving night game that we were talking about earlier with yep. Bobby. Yeah, that's going to be going. I have us winning that game with everybody healthy last year. Again, no Devontae Freeman, Keanu Neal, et cetera, et cetera. Um, then week 14, another home game. Like I said, that three-stretch home game series there versus Carolina, 1 p.m. game. Have us winning that one for sure. Uh, then we go week 15. We, we go way out west coast. We go to uh, San Francisco against our former offensive coordinator, Kyle Shanahan, over there. Um I was looking it up, and it seems like a lot of the experts have us losing this game, which I was kind of – you know, back and yeah, I went back and forth with it, but I gave I gave Atlanta the win versus the 49ers. I, I think you guys will pull that one out. I, I don't think – even though it's a West Coast game and it's a 425 game, I think you'll be fine. The, the fact that it is a 425 game is actually, I, I would say, a good thing for you guys. Yeah, no, I, I don't – I mean, they lost Ruben Foster, not saying that he's – he's, I don't even think he played last year with everything he's had going on. Uh, but they they actually added Kevin Coleman or – They did. They did. Second string running back. Um, it'll, that'll be an, that'll be a fun matchup for us. But I have us winning that for sure. Um, and then we go to week sixteen against the good old Jacksonville Jaguars. Oh yeah. Yes, sir. We finally, finally get that Julio versus Jalen. I know. I can't wait. I am going to be there. hundred percent. We'll be in Atlanta for that game. hundred percent. I'm trying to come down for that game. So uh, I don't doubt it. We're going to do it. We'll make it happen. Uh, can't wait for that matchup. That'll be a blast. Um, I have us winning that game though. I just don't think Jacksonville has enough offensive firepower to keep right. up. Right. If it comes out to a shootout. Um, and then last week of the season, week 17 at Buccaneers, but I have us winning it. Oh, so, yeah. I mean, that gives it, from my standpoint, we're winning six straight games in the season from week 12 down. And that's huge going into the playoffs. The Buccaneers, yeah, and ending the Buccaneers, and that's literally what gets us in the playoffs. We're pretty much 500 until that point. Um, we have one, two, three, four, I mean – it's actually five out of the last six, seven games. They're all at home. So that's a big uh, benefactor for us. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know what you what you think the Falcons are going, but like I said, I have this at 10-6. Mm -hmm. It's pretty modest. Uh, possibly could win the division, give or take a win or two. Right. So, uh, I'm interested to hear your thoughts on it. Though. Yeah, I'll be straight with you. I don't think 10-6 and six is going to be enough to win the division. However, good, you know, it, hopefully it works out my way opposed to your way. I have the Falcons going 12-4. and four. Um, I like what Atlanta's doing. I love the already veteran leadership that Julio brings to the wide receiver core. You have a good run game. Your offense is good. Your defense is going to be coming back healthy. The only really big loss was what, Dontari Poe, right? 
Uh, yeah, Donatari Poe. That was actually uh, the season before he ended up going to the Panthers. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. But then no, you're fine. But he actually didn't do much. It seemed like for the Panthers, so I'm not right. sure. Now that was for the best interest. Y'all let him go. Yeah, no, hundred yeah. percent. But um, yeah. Again, I have you guys going twelve and four. Uh, I think you're going to either be running for the division or you will win the division. I I did earlier in the year pick uh the saints to win that division in a close one with atlanta and that's how it looks like it's going to end up uh your four losses that i have i do have you losing right out the gates as well week one with the vikings i do also have you losing week three to the colts in indy i think that 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 luck led colts team is a, a hundred times different than anything we've seen you know during his injury so those years no longer mean anything and we're back to the old colts of peyton manning and, and early andrew luck of you know no no less than 10 wins every season uh you have the rams i have you taking the loss too as well i don't think that uh i think that's going to be a good game but i do think the offensive firepower of the rams will eventually win and take you over in a close one but it will be the deciding factor atlanta's great i love what they do but i I think they'll sneak that one out and then the last one i have you guys taking a loss on is the saints on november 10th in in new orleans it's just hard to win there i i have you guys splitting the series but after that i have you pretty much winning out winning at the panthers winning at the buccaneers getting your revenge at home versus saints i have you beating the panthers at home i have you beating the 49ers on a road in a tough one um and because it's it's west coast and then you're going back east coast jacksonville atlanta was a little more trickier than i thought it was going to be because i'll be honest with you i was just going to pick atlanta straight up you know i, I like nick Foles on offense but uh, you nailed it on the head more weapons are going to be needed in order to pull that kind of game out and our defense has already shown in years past that while they are an, a fantastic team and they are a great defensive unit if that offense keeps scoring on them and our offense is is completely unable to score they will give up uh kind of reminiscent right. of the broncos as well they went through the same thing uh not a really high powered offense not a whole lot of points going up and you kind of saw that defense deteriorate over the year just because they got worn out you know so i, I do have you guys beating jacksonville and then i have you guys taking a, a w again at the end of the season with the buccaneers so it's it's atlanta's year to lose i think they're going to be in a really close battle with the saints i'm eager to watch them down the road i don't think the second saints game is going to be enough to decide the uh the division winner right then and there because like i said you guys are probably going to split it anyway the last there's four still games four more weeks after right that exactly last game. so and there's those, still a lot of football left and, right yeah and while those four games are very favorable at the same time you look at them you have a division rival in, in the carolina panthers so you don't know how that's going to go you know luckily you are at home but you don't know how that's going to go West Coast games are never easy for East Coast teams or vice versa. So you're going to San Francisco, it could go either way. Like I said earlier with Jacksonville coming back to – or with you coming back to face Jacksonville, your team could be in a whole – they could be in a whole world of hurt, you know, by that time. Who knows what's going on with them? Um, And that's not even Mm -hmm. talking injury. That's just talking fatigue from going, you know, all the way to the West Coast, all the way back. It's tiring. And then after that, you're going down to the Buccaneers. And again, it's an away game. It's late in the year, so you won't have to really worry about weather down there. It'll be fine. But it's a division game. You don't know how it's going to work out. And like we said before, we don't know really what the Buccaneers are going to do. I don't think they're going to do well, but – Bruce Arians does miracles. He did it with the Cardinals, and ever since he's left, they haven't been competitive at all. So, you know, I, we'll see. Um, but Atlanta, I do have going 12-4. and four. You had him going 10-6. and six. Uh, It's going to be talking in the extra point. Wes and Matt talking right now. We're going to go ahead and take one quick break, come back, and we will be talking Jags football. Thanks. All right, we're back at the extra point. Myself, Wes, I'm here with Matt. We're breaking down Jacksonville next. We just did Atlanta. Uh, Matt had Atlanta going 10-6. and six. I had them going 12-4. and four. 
And then we also did the Dallas Cowboys. Matt had them at 8-8, eight and eight, and I had them doing a 10-6 and six season. So, with that being said, let's go ahead and get started with Jacksonville. Now, again, like you said earlier, Matt, I'm definitely going to be kind of biased on this. So, I, I tried my best to separate myself from it. Um, <laughs> it is a harder schedule. Jacksonville does have the third hardest schedule on the season. Uh, so, it's going to be really interesting to see how we do. I would like us to do great. Do I think we'll do great? We're about to find out. And it's all really going to depend on what they do offensively for options because right now what they have is not going to be enough. Uh, Nick Foles during a recent press conference expressed a lot of interest in getting a playmaking tight end. He said it's not necessary, but it would really help me out a lot. You know, he, And he had that with Zach Ertz in Philly, so he's definitely going to need that, it seems, moving forward. Does it change the landscape of our draft? Maybe we might trade back and hope to pick up uh, TJ Hawkinson uh, or Noah Font later, late in the draft, both from Iowa, even uh, Irv Smith late in the first round. So options may be changing, or maybe it's something that they've already been looking at, and he's trying to give us little nuggets of secrets, but I- I'm not sure. Anyway, all that aside, let's go ahead and break down the schedule, Matt. So I'll go ahead and run through it, and then afterwards we'll get your uh, get your breakdown, see what you think. Yep. Uh, so week one, it's going to be a test right off the bat. It's going to be home September 8th, 1 o'clock p.m. on CBS. Jacksonville home versus the Kansas City Chiefs. What a home opener we were given. Thank you very much, NFL. <laughs> Patrick Mahomes right off the bat. Now, it's it's going to be crazy, but one, a couple things will be certain. We'll probably be the healthiest we'll be all season that game. Also, it uh, it is home, so I, I do appreciate that. I'll take a home game anytime. I can't wait. I'm happy because I get to go see this awesome game. Uh, and, and we have some tape on Patrick Mahomes now. We played him last year. Our defense is pretty much the same from last year. I believe we had Barry Church still at that time, so he was still on the team. Tayshawn Gibson on the back end as well were two that were that were there last season. We obviously will be filling those positions in the offseason. It remains to be seen from the one safety position, but it looks like Ronnie Harrison from Alabama is going to step up in the Barry Church's shoes he did last season, and that's what it, and eventually ended up getting him getting Barry Church cut. So anyway, week one, Chiefs, I have us taking an L and a close one. The only reason it's a close one is because it is in Jacksonville. Everybody's going to be hyped up. There's going to be a lot of fans there in comparison to what they're used to. They're ready to watch that game. And I think it's going to start out with Jacksonville taking an early lead, getting it going, and then slowly throughout the game that offense is going to slow down as they're kind of picked apart. And it's going to end up being a late win, winning drive by Patrick Mahomes. I really wish we would win this game. I just don't see it on paper right now. It's just, it, it, there's too many variables still. So week one, I do give us the loss on that one. Week two is a home, away game excuse me, against the Houston Texans division rival. And I was talking to you a little bit about it pre-show, Matt. I don't think we're going to get one win with a mobile quarterback at an away game. It's just not going to happen. It's been our Achilles heel every year and i don't know how we don't catch on one thing i do like is we are doing some uh preseason workouts with the baltimore ravens which will be really nice to have lamar jackson going against our defense so hopefully they can become accustomed to that because they just haven't figured it out playing marcus Mariota and deshaun watson twice a year and lux no slouches is himself he's not the fastest person in the world but he can he can move oh yeah so i do have us taking the loss week two again against the texans and it is going to be a dismal start for jacksonville it will get better though i promise the titans thursday night nfl network 820 game one of our only primetime games that we get in a year 
Um, they just don't like giving us primetime games, small market, and we honestly need to prove ourselves. So it's going to be a, a, an important game to start the season, our second division matchup. We lost our first one against the Texans. I do have us getting the win finally against the Titans. We haven't won the, against the Titans in over two years, and we got to figure it out. Derrick Henry ran over us like a tank last season and embarrassed this defense. So I think they're going to want to get some revenge on him. With a little bit more capable of an offense, I do see them pulling that one out. It's going to be a low, lower scoring game, probably a 21-17, 21-24 type of game. I, but I do have Jacksonville taking that one, and that will move them to 1-2. and two. Um, You then have them going to Denver. I really wish I could go to this game. It just doesn't look like it's going to happen. Denver, 425 game against the Broncos at mile high. Denver's going to have an advantage right off that bat just with that. Although, I do see Jacksonville getting the win in this because... This defense does good against non-mobile quarterbacks, like spectacular against non-mobile quarterbacks. few of them in particular, I mean, they've tore apart Big Ben before. Uh, it, they tore apart. I mean, even the only luck I've seen them really have against mobile was Russell Wilson a couple years ago with uh, with an, uh, just a fantastic game. You were actually at that game as well, Matt. Uh, mm-hmm. But, you know, they do good against those kind of quarterbacks. Your Andy Dalton's, your Joe Flacco's, you know, people like that, they seem to have success against. And if they can get behind that line, which Denver does not have the greatest offensive line, I can see them taking advantage of it. It'll just be a matter of can Nick Foles beat the Denver Broncos defense with Chubb and Miller on the outside. That's a tough matchup. Uh, we will be having a full line for the first time in probably about a year. Week one, week two, we were losing linemen left and right. Finished the season with four out of five starting offensive linemen on IR. Parnell is gone, so we will have to draft accordingly for that. Cam Robinson will be back, though, from uh, I believe it was a torn ACL last season. So anyway, I do have us getting the win against the Denver Broncos, and that will take us from Denver to North Carolina, where the Carolina Panthers will welcome us. One o'clock game, week five, October 6th. Again, mobile quarterback on the road. It's going to be a loss. I think we match up favorably against the Panthers. I think our defense definitely matches up favorably against the Panthers with the exception of Cam Newton. And because of Cam Newton, it will become a problem. Look for a lot of options between him and McCaffrey, and they're just going to run the ball all over us that day, and they will steal the win. Um, so moving on, it will be a home game against the Saints. Again, another one I'm definitely going to be at October 13th, week 6, 1 p.m., uh, against New Orleans, the Saints will win this game. Uh, it will not be a, a big dog fight late in the fourth quarter when it matters, but Drew Brees is going to you know, be huge in this game, as you would expect. Uh, Kamara will do decent on the ground. I don't think he'll do anything crazy, probably about 50, 60 yards. Uh, but he will he, he will be there come goal line getting touchdowns. I, I do see that happening as well. But it will be the Drew Brees show. They will walk away with the win that week. Um, and that's going to move Jacksonville from 2-3 and three to 2-4. and four. Uh, Then The following week, they will be going from Jacksonville to Cincinnati to play the Bengals. 1 o'clock game, October 20th. I do have them getting the win. I think the Bengals are in a really bad situation right now. They're in a transition coaching wise. You have players from the previous regime, Andy Dalton, that's been there, you know, forever. No playoff wins. Where do you go with him from quarterback? I mean, you look at us right now. We're talking a lot about Jameis Winston and how he needs to be kind of moved out of Tampa Bay. Why are we giving Andy Dalton the pass? He hasn't produced anything in all the years. Do we blame uh, blame Marvin Lewis? I think they're going to find out this year with what happens with the new coaching, uh, and, and and it'll tell us a lot about Cincinnati and where they're, where they're going forward. I do have them taking uh, – Bengals taking the loss, Jacksonville getting the win, moving their record to 3-4. and four. Um, Next week, uh, the New York Jets, Le'Veon Bell. you got to be careful in this game. I don't know how the Jets will be doing at this point in the year, but this could very well be an early 
the uh, early AFC trap game. Another game that they need to win. I do have them coming out on top. It is just because it's a home game, in my opinion. If they went up north, I don't know if it'd work out the same way. So I have the Jets take taking the L against Jacksonville in this one, moving Jacksonville to four and four. Uh, the extra point we're talking Jaguars season schedule right now, and I got them at four and four for, through the first eight weeks. Week nine, it's going to be in London versus the Texans. Okay. Mm. Um, now I did say on the road we will not win against the mobile quarterback. This is not a road game for Jacksonville. Jacksonville has been playing there for years now. Um, they are Pretty the much a home game. <laughs> they are the established home team of London right now. It seems I don't, you know, they Jacksonville themselves. I was watching a uh, press conference. They have a state of the franchise every year, and uh, I mean they have such a following over there. They've done so much for the local the, the local businesses. Uh, they have sponsorship. Uh, Leica Mobile is a uh, English company. They actually sponsor the Jaguars now, and they will be wearing their their uh, patches in the. Uh, in all the training camp and all the uh, practice cle- or practice pads, excuse me. Uh, so they have established themselves sh- tremendously over there. Shad Khan owns a, a, a Premier League soccer team and stadium, um, the Tottenham Hotspurs. So they, you know, they have a lot of pool over there. And again, they will win that game. Jacksonville will take that game, and I, I think it will be an easy win for them. The Texans, they're not used to going over there. They have never been over there. They're the 31st team to go over there. The 32nd team. And the only team not to go yet would be the Green Bay Packers. They have not made their way over the across the pond just yet. So again, I do have the Texans taking the L there. Jacksonville's going to win it, and it's going to give them a five and four record going into their Week Ten bye week, which again, like Atlanta's, I find very very favorable. Uh, what do you got so far, Matt? You think I'm on a, on the right pace here, or you think I'm giving them too much credit? No, man. You you sound like you. I mean, no, that's that you're on the money right now. Uh, the only one that I that I have. You know, a possible difference. Uh, you know, it could be a 50 50 would be uh, that Chiefs game. Yes. I think you said it was week two. Week one. Week um, one. Home opener. Week one. Okay. Wow. Week one. Yep. Big game. Uh, even better for you guys. Yes. Because uh, I know we haven't delved into it yet, and I won't go too far into it right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, is this whole Tyreek Hill situation yes. with his. Yeah. You yes. know, we won't go too far into it now. Yeah. We'll talk uh, about but there's it. There's a possible. Yeah, there's a possible suspension going on there. Yep. Who knows what's going on with that? But if he is not available for that week one game and then without Kareem Hunt, I mean, wow, that would be huge. It's a big hit. It's a big hit. For the Jaguars, huge for the Jaguars. But yes. other than that, man, I, I feel like you're pretty much right on the money. You're giving – I'm you're trying to be honest. Good trying to be honest. Yeah. Thank you. Oh yeah. I mean, you're no, you're right on the money, man. Yeah. So, so, and that's another thing too. Coming off the bye week, it, it doesn't get any easier for Jacksonville. Uh, they're definitely going to need that break because they face their division rivals and the Houston Texans on week nine. They get the bye week, week ten, then week eleven. They're back on the road. Very, you know, you're home in Jacksonville for maybe a week. You're back to Indianapolis. You're taking on Andrew Luck and the Colts in the first of two matchups. Road game. Uh, Andrew Luck, the dude's just a beast. I, I, I thought his career was going to be over after all the neck issues. I didn't think he'd come back the same player, but he has totally proved me wrong. The dude can play. Uh, he, the offense has gotten better. Their line punished our defensive line last year. So I, I do think we will take the loss here against the Colts. It, it will be a close game. We play good in Indy. We always have. Uh, we've only been blown out a few times in, in my memory against Indy, and those were the Peyton Manning days. Uh, other than that, we usually play them pretty close, regardless of where the destination is. But 
I do give Indy the win here, so that would move us to 5-5 five and five coming off the bye week. After that, we're going to go to Tennessee. Mobile quarterback on the road, say no more. L. Uh, we're going to take the <laughs> loss there against the uh, Mariota and Titans. They're going to figure it out, and they'll get back at us, unfortunately. It is what it is. Um, after that, we get a two-game homestand, a much-needed two-game homestand against the Buccaneers. First of all, which I have us taking a win. He is a mobile quarterback, yes, but I like us in home games against mobile quarterbacks. We've done really well, believe it or not. Uh, again, we talked about them as well earlier. They're kind of a mess and dysfunctional uh, the way I see it. So unless Bruce Arians has really turned them around by this point in the season, I don't see them getting the W. Whether it doesn't play a big factor, obviously they're both in the same state. It is December, but that's not going to play a factor at all. Uh, but I will I will take uh, Jacksonville in that one. Going forward, we have okay. the Chargers. Chargers going to be coming from the West Coast. It's going to be a tough game. It is going to be a interesting game i want to see how philip rivers does on this side um it's usually us going to see uh what was san diego uh we haven't played them in la just in san diego so it'll be interesting to see what they do in jacksonville i do have jacksonville getting the win in that game they will beat philip rivers actually you know what and i say that we played them at home last year and got the win uh at late game heroics by aj boye great interception that he had so i do we do good against them at home apparently and uh i do think we'll get the win uh, moving okay. on from that, we go to Oakland in what is a 100% NFL trap game. Uh, we talked about it pregame. This will be the last game in the Oakland Raiders facility. Uh, after that, they will be either going somewhere else or uh, actually the next season the stadium will be done. So they will be in Las Vegas. I know they're trying to work out some things, but it seems like they will be playing in Oakland this year. That will be their last home game. Um, East Coast team coming to the West Coast. We don't play historically well on the West Coast. I have us shoving that in the NFL's face and us getting the win in the Raiders' last game. We are going to steal this one big time. It's not going to be the way that the Raiders want to go out, but with uh, Gruden and the way that the organization's been running, recent story just came out where they actually pulled all their scouts back because of some they're, they're having trust issues with them. I heard, I heard about yep. that. So I, I, I think this will be full dysfunctional time of the season for the Raiders, and we're going to come into Oakland, we're going to take that win, and they're going to get booed out of Oakland. That's just it's going to be a sad ending, unfortunately, for the Raiders in Oakland. <laughs> but I, I feel like it couldn't go any other way. <laughs> uh, going And then we're going to Atlanta the next weekend. I discussed that with the Atlanta Falcons breakdown. I do have us taking that loss. I have it in a close game, but it will be a loss. Nonetheless, it's going to come down to offensive firepower. Like you said, Atlanta's going to have the more offensive firepower. Uh, I like Atlanta's line a little bit better. Their run game's been more solid than Jacksonville's has. You don't know what's really going on with Leonard Fournette. And there's kind of some dysfunction with him in the organization. He's... Seems to keep getting in trouble, but uh, this most recent one was a little ridiculous with the tickets. They, they It was made into more than what it really was. Yes, the man should have paid the tickets, uh, but the way that he was brought in and kind of the story was built, he was kind of hit over the yeah. head a little more than he should have been. And the Jaguars organization stood behind him, which was nice to see because usually with controversial players, they have a history of not really standing up too far behind them, especially Tom Coughlin. He made some comments about Jalen Ramsey, uh, not specifically, but – you know, if you're not showing up to uh, to voluntary camp, you're not show, you're not showing up at all, and it's a trust thing for him. And we know what Jalen does. If you're a Jags fan, you follow him close. He actually goes home to his his family's home in Nashville. He spends time with his family, and he trains with his father, who's trained with him since he was a child through high school, through college, and in the NFL. They continue to train, and whatever they've been doing is work. I have no problem with it. Go be with your family, enjoy yourself. Um, then to finish out the season, I have us playing the Colts. Colts, I think we're going to get the win at home to finish out the season, and I don't know how it's going to build, you know, finish with the structure as far as standings, but with that, that's going to give us a, a nine and seven record. So 
we might be trying to fight for a wild card spot more than a division title. But if I'm being honest about it and breaking it down, that's what I see us doing this year. What are your thoughts, Matt? Well, that sounds that sounds really close. Uh, I'd like to just quickly, uh, since you said you weren't going to win the division, uh, who would be winning? Uh, in my opinion, I'm assuming the Colts. But I'd like to hear your thoughts just real quick on that, and then I'll dive into a couple games real quick. Yeah, I believe I did pick the Colts to win this division. I know it was between the Colts and Jacksonville. I think the Texans are going to have an off year. Um, the Tennessee Titans are—you really don't know what you're ever going to get out of them. They're a nine and seven, eight and eight team almost every year. Um, it takes some Mariota magic to get them into the playoffs or to win a playoff game. So you never really know what's going to happen. So yeah, I, I see it coming down to the Colts and I really do hope Jacksonville gets back into it. Cause this is the, one of the best divisions right now in the NFL. All four teams potentially could be making the playoffs. There's no team that you look at and you say, well, they're not going to do anything this year. Cause they could all do something. Uh, Deshaun Watson, Deandre Hopkins, Andrew Luck, T Y Hilton. You got uh Marcus Mariota. You got <laughs> Derek Henry in the background running over people. So, you know, then in Jacksonville, you have their, their, their strong defense, and you have uh, Nick Foles, previous Super Bowl MVP from a couple years back with uh, some decent receivers. Nobody's standing out. I like D.D. Westbrook. You know that. Um, but other than that, nobody else has really – D.J. Chark hasn't really proved himself. Keelan Cole had an off year last year. So we don't know really what we're getting from them or Leonard Fournette for that matter. So that's why it's kind of all up in the air. And what are we going to do with tight end? But, oh, no, yeah, definitely. And uh, Austin Safarian Jenkins, uh, I believe, went to the, the Patriots. He did. So having having that, you know, you have a wide open tight end uh, situation going on there. Um, I think Leonard Fournette is going to have a, a pretty big year for you guys, just from what what happened last season. Uh, you know, he had a hamstring injury, and then it seemed like he came back for a game or so. Yeah, also had that suspension it, against the Bills. Yeah, and it just kind of derailed. The Jaguar season, it seemed like. Yep. Um, but no, for me, uh, nine and seven is pretty much right there. It's kind of like the Falcons, you know, just give or take a, a couple games here or there. Uh, like I said, the, the Chiefs game, depending on Tyreek Hill, you guys could sneak out a win, especially yeah. at home. Yep. You guys could easily sneak out a win there. Um, and then we got, let's see, I mean, the Texans. Uh, their offense seems okay, but they they're losing the Honey Badger. Yeah, they they're are. on defense. Um, they have Bradley, so that's kind of a question there. And they have Bradley uh, Roby and uh, just quote a little tidbit. They have Bradley Roby and uh, AJ Boye or not not AJ Boye. I'm sorry, they previously had AJ Boye, Aaron Colvin on the outside right now. Two former nickel cornerbacks who both struggled to play on the outside. Uh, game, so that's so. yeah, that's really interesting to see for sure. Um, and then you guys have. You know, the NFC South, I'd love – you already know I'd love to see some wins against the Panthers, the Bucks. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Uh, And, I mean, you were saying, you know, the away games and running quarterbacks and everything else. Uh, I think that the Jags' defense uh, will be a lot better this year. Nick Bulls behind the quarterback. I mean, more motivation. I think they'll have more trust. Yes. I think they gave out last season. Oh, they yeah. just gave up. They're, it was just like, how much can we do? I mean, our offense isn't doing it, you know what I mean? So, um, nine and seven, ten and six. I mean, you guys could even, I mean, depending on how, if everybody stays healthy, that's with every team. Right. 
you know, you could see 11 and five. That would be amazing for the Jaguars mm-hmm. and just lock up that division. It would be. Um, it would be. I, I, I see the uh, the Colts d- probably taking that division though. Yeah. Um, other than, barring injuries and of things course, like of that. Course, yeah. But the Jaguars seem like they have a a semi favorable matchup towards the end. They like do. we talked about earlier that with the Falcons and Jags, that week 16 game, um, it'll be close with the Jags. De- I mean, the Jags defense we know is, is, is phenomenal when they're running at all cylinders and they all, they're all playing for each other. But I mean, dude, I, I'm pretty, you, you were right on, you know, yeah. with your prediction with what I had going on for you guys. Cool. Yeah. It's um they're not usually a hard team to pick apart, but if they get on a, a losing streak, that's when like you said, they just the wheels fall off and this team falls apart. And that's what happened last year. The turnover started getting crazy, Blake Bortle gets subbed out, and you have the game you should have won. I mean there was three or four games on the season that they should have walked away with. The Bills game, there was a Pittsburgh game they should have won. The defense fell apart late, albeit it oh, yeah, was 100%. Of offense in the beginning. So this team could have been a, you know, in a lot better shape last year and, and coming off an AFC championship very well should have been better but you know it's not how it happens all the time it's the nfl and uh, it's it's a hell of a league it's super competitive competitive and that stuff happens and you can never predict injuries so uh but yeah we'll see how jacksonville does this year it'll be interesting i'm excited to watch them we're gonna take yeah one more break real quick we're gonna come back and we're gonna do our request schedule breakdown of the green bay packers we'll be right back sounds good Hey, this is Wes here from The Extra Point, and if you're trying to reach us on social media, you can reach us right now on Facebook as well as Twitter. On Twitter, we are at extra underscore point. That, again, is at extra underscore point. And on Facebook, you can locate us at The Extra Point with two X's. The Extra Point, two X's. We love to talk to people on the websites, uh, reach out to people, and we love hearing feedback. So please find us there, and thank you again for listening. We are back. All right, we've covered three teams so far. If you want to uh, hear about them and you've missed it or you're just tuning in late, you can go ahead and go back and find us on iTunes. Look for the extra point, and you can watch the whole episode yourself. If we play little tidbits or anything like that, you know, make sure to follow us on iTunes. Moving forward, we're going to cover Green Bay. Green Bay was requested by uh, Logan, actually, <laughs> one of our friends. He uh, requested Bambo. us. Breaking down, yep, requested us breaking down the Packers 2019 schedule. So we're going to go ahead and knock that out real quick. Week one, NFL 100 years, Green Bay, Chicago, Soldier Field. Doesn't get much more NFL than that, does it? Uh, let's go, man. This is it. Yep. Uh, pretty much uh, a rematch of last season where it was an incredible game. Yes. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure it was a Sunday night game. And Packers came back. It was an incredible game. I loved it. Uh, Aaron Rodgers going down with the injury, uh, coming back. Yeah, I mean that is that's football to the T right there, baby. So uh, <laughs> I, I'm ready for it. I'd love a rematch. Bears are going to be extra confident. Oh yeah, coming off off this last season. So no, I'm I'm mega pumped for for this this week one game. Yeah, who do you have more importantly? Oh man, uh, <laughs> it's at it's at Chicago, and I might have to go just because it's at Chicago. I'm pretty sure I'm gonna go ahead and go with the Bears. 
Um, Let me go ahead and tell you I agree with you on that 100%. It's just going to be such a big game. I see Hall of Famers, Legends of the like, Erlacher, Ditka, all those players are going to be there. You might get some some Hall of Fame uh, Hall of Famers from Super Bowl one if possible that are there. Mm-hmm. Anybody that can kind of come in from the Packers side of things and you know bring bring their emotions into because the, the NFL is going to make this a big thing. It's not going to just be Chicago. It'll be Chicago and Green Bay. And 100%. Yeah, but I, I agree with you. I see Chicago getting this win. Cleo Mack leads that defense to the win, um, and it's basically as long as the offense doesn't turn the ball over, they'll get the win. Yeah, no, I completely agree. Um, we'll see what Chicago does in the draft if they can yeah. get a, you know, a, a one, you know, one star receiver or five, excuse me, five star receiver. Yeah. Uh, first string receiver. Because Allen Robinson um, let them down last year, and they had a lot of money and in, invested in him. So yeah, we'll see exactly. Yep, exactly. Moving on to week two, you got Green Bay. They got a home game against the Minnesota Vikings. With this one, I have them taking the win over Kirk Cousins and company. I think Aaron Rodgers is a better quarterback. I think the defense did get a little bit better as far as their uh, corner coverage. And I think uh, Green Bay steals this one at home. It's going to be a close game, though. No, I I agree, too. Um, Last year, I remember watching the first Green uh, Green Bay versus Vikings game. And Packers had that game locked up, let it go into overtime, and it was just a, it was a wild game where a bunch of stuff happened. And once again, the Packers should have won that game mm-hmm. even in regulation, but let it go and ended up tying it. And that ended up, you know, I mean, that ended up hurting their season pretty bad. Um, so, no, great matchup again, week two. Yep. So, I mean, two divisional games. Yeah, no, Sorry it's going to be good. Season. Yeah, so I got – we got them – you know, it'll be a really good game, one and one starting out. Moving on to week three, they get to stay home. Don't have to go on the road this week. They will be playing the Denver Broncos at 1 p.m. I mean, Green Bay Lambeau, I got them taking the win. I got Aaron Rodgers taking the win over Joe Flacco. I love Denver's defense. I think Denver's defense is great, and it, it sounds kind of hypocritical because every time I say that, I give them an L. But – I, I just I, Aaron Rodgers, man. I, I think he'll come out with the win uh, if they draft like I mocked them. They're gonna have DK Metcalf on one side and uh, Devontae Adams on the other, and it's just gonna be you know Aaron Rodgers show. Throw it up and let him catch it. Don't forget about yeah, Jimmy no, Graham either. A hundred percent. I saw the, it was Green Bay. Um, it was at Broncos. The wasn't it wasn't like it is now going to be in Green Bay, um, but. It, I mean, it, it, and that was it was in my opinion it was Peyton Manning's last Peyton Manning game where he had over 300 yards, yeah. three TDs. But guess what? Peyton Manning's been long gone. Oh, yeah. uh, they got Joe Flacco at quarterback. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't see it happening. Right? <laughs> I don't see it happening at all. Uh, this is Green Bay all day to me. Broncos got a lot to figure out on oh, both yeah. sides of the ball. Yeah. So this is Green Bay all day for me. Yep, I agree with you. Uh, week four, they stay again at home. We have a 8:20 primetime game, NFL Network. You got on Fox, NFL Network, and Prime Video. So if you have Amazon Prime, you can very well watch that game for free on on the uh, network there. You got the Philly, the Philadelphia Eagles coming to town. I have them taking their third straight win. Um, Carson Wentz, good quarterback. 
They have a good defense. Um, you know, they picked up Malik Jackson and brought him in. They did lose Michael Bennett, which, in my opinion, I don't think is as bad of a loss as people think nowadays. But, you know, mm-hmm. I've been. No, I completely agree on that, on that assessment, 100%. Yeah, and, and I'm sure he'll do great things in New England, but I, I think it's better that Philly got him out of there. Uh, and, but I do have the uh, Green Bay Packers again taking another another close win. I think a lot of Green Bay's wins this year are going to be really close. They don't have the, the the easiest of schedules, in my opinion. So I just no, uh, I see it being a close win, but a win nonetheless. No, I, I agree with you again here, hundred uh, percent. You know, Green Bay doesn't have a Jordy Nelson. They don't have. You know, Greg Jennings. They do have Devontae Adams, which don't get me wrong, is a good receiver, great receiver even. Right. Um the Jimmy Graham signing seemed like it was a bust. Yeah. Uh I just don't they I mean they don't even what running back are they gonna have? Like it just does it seemed like they put together something there last year towards the end, but um no, actually, I see an Eagles victory here. All right, okay, Eagles victory. So you got them right now at Green Bay at two and two, and I got them at three and one. So moving on, we're going to go to their first away game since week one. It's a lot of home games to start the season. Uh, five out of their first seven are going to be home games. Uh, this one is their second away game out of those seven, though, and it will be going to Dallas. We did cover this earlier with the Cowboys. Uh, remind them, uh, remind all of us, did you give them a win or a loss, Green Bay? Yeah, no. Um, this game here, it's going to be a close one, um, being at Cowboys. Um, I'm going to have to go ahead and pick the Cowboys on this one. Right. Just being over there, they got Amari Cooper uh, at the beginning of the season. I think they're going to stay kind of hot. Uh, going on from last year um, before teams kind of start to figure out their scheme and what's going on. Um, no, I, I definitely take the Cowboys, actually, in that one as well. Yeah, I, I believe I took the Cowboys earlier, too. Uh, it's a good home game for Dallas. Um, it's a good matchup. Aaron Rodgers, I think the last time he was there was in that playoff game when he ended up. <laughs> it's just a crazy pass um, to the corner to, the, to Jared Cook on the end. Um, that ended oh, up right the on game the sideline. Yep. Yeah, that was amazing. Yep, yeah, 100%. Yep. I, I don't see that happening again, though. I, I, I see Dallas walking away with this one. It's a big statement game for Dallas, you know, against Green Bay. They want to prove a point to them. It's it, it's in Ford Field. I mean, there's just no – It's going to be close. It's, it's going to be close, and it's going to be another sure. one of those yeah. close games. But I, I got Dallas coming out on top. Uh, moving, okay. moving on from then, going to week six, you have a home game against the Detroit Lions division opponent. I've got them taking the win over this, over Matt Patricia's squad. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, I like him statistically against the Lions. I like him against that defense. I don't like uh, Matt Stafford right now as far as what he's got going on. He He's... They don't. He doesn't he's really have a miss. Whole, He's hit and miss, and it doesn't help that he doesn't have a whole lot of weapons right now either. So it, it's they kind of a compiled issue. I mean, Golden Tate is gone. Yep. You know, he's in Philadelphia now. Yep. Uh, so yeah, no, that's, that's definitely a good point. Yeah. So I'm going to, I'm going to have Green Bay getting a win on that with me moving to four and two, and I'm guessing you're going to give them the win too. Yep. Yep. So that's going to move them to three and three on yours. Moving forward, going to the seventh week of the season, we have them facing the Oakland Raiders. This is going to be their, their last of that five out of seven home game stretch. It's a one o'clock game. 
and I have them taking the win. I think by this time the uh, Oakland Raiders are almost full meltdown mode. I just I, it keeps going through my head. I don't see this team making the whole season drama free. So this is going to be a game where the mo- more composed team is going to win, and it's going to be Green Bay. No, I agree. And like you said, uh, five out of seven home games. I mean, doesn't hurt. You expect Green Bay to go ahead and eat early. You, yeah, you they definitely have to. expect them to press hard early. They have kind of the opposite of the Falcons schedule where it's the Falcons have a bunch of home games towards the end. Green Bay's got them at the beginning. Uh, yeah, Green Bay has got to get back. <laughs> this is kind of irrelevant. Ernie Grunfeld, GM, ex-GM of the Redskins, <laughs> yep. used to say to harvest your nuts yep. early in the season. That's what, that's what Green Bay is definitely going to have to do this season. Uh, is harvest their nuts until the end of the season, um, and yeah, no, the, I think that's gonna be uh, that's gonna be a win there for them. It's gotta be. It has to be. It has to be. It absolutely has to be. Because moving on after that, they go week eight, prime time, NBC. So you know, Sunday night football. It's gonna be them going to Kansas City to play the Chiefs. So Aaron Rodgers versus Patrick Mahomes. Ah. I'm giving the win to Patrick Mahomes. That's going to be great. Yep. I cannot wait for I'm that. Aaron Rodgers versus Pat Mahomes. It's like, let's go, baby. Yeah. That's like that's what you want to see as an NFL matchup. I'm super pumped about that game. Uh, it's going to be a tough one, but being at cheap, you know, in, in uh, Arrowhead Stadium, mm-hmm. I'm going to have to go ahead and give it to him. Yeah, I, I had to do the same thing myself. I yeah. Just, I, I can't say he's going to get that one. Again, probably a close one, but they will get it. Uh, yeah. Moving on from that, then it gets no easier. They're going to Los Angeles to face the Chargers. So the Chargers will be playing them at 425 in their powder blues because that's the Chargers' new home jerseys. Uh, they reported that earlier this week. So the Chargers, again, home jerseys are now the powder blues, which I know they've got to be excited about. I don't know about the fan base because they're all over the place nowadays, but if I'm a Chargers fan, I'm excited to get those as my home jerseys. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I mean, and I, I know you know Green Bay. To, Green Bay is still a trip to L.A. It's still a long, long ways away. And considering they're going from Kansas City as well after a tough game, moving from a primetime game, so a little, le- a little That's less preparation time. I'm actually going to give Aaron Rodgers the loss on this one again. I think Philip Rivers is going to get the dub and steal one away from Green Bay. What you got, Matt? Yeah, so I got it, it, this is going to be another great game. This was actually on oh, this was it just made or just missed the cut, excuse me, uh, from being my top three picks. Ah, I actually yeah. almost picked this Green Bay Chargers matchup. Just uh, you know, Philip Rivers, Aaron Rodgers. It's going to be a good QB matchup. Uh, again, you know, we don't know how much longer Philip Rivers is going to play. Uh, I'm assuming he's got a couple years left in him. Um, oh man, it's going to be close. It's going to uh, be good. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and pick Chargers on this one, actually. Chargers, gotcha. Yep. Gotcha. All right, moving forward from that, you go from that to another home game versus the Carolina Panthers. It's going to be a tough one for him after two straight road games. It'll be nice to get back home. You're going to get some, you know, you get your seven days of rest in that you don't get the the previous week with the Chiefs to Chargers. Uh, again, I, I hate to keep saying it, with Green Bay, it's going to be another close one. I'm going to give them the slight edge just because just because it's at home, but I really like McCaffrey and Newton together. I, I don't think they'll be unstoppable this year, but against I like the matchup against Green Bay. 
I just don't see them walking away with this victory, and it's going to take a, a strong throw late in the game by Aaron Rodgers to win it. Yeah, the matchup, uh, like you said, yeah, definitely the matchup seems favorable to Carolina being at Green Bay with McCaffrey and Cam Newton. Um, this one's really tough yeah, because it's at, at that Lambo. Uh, and then it's it, you're getting down to the wire. Uh, the Packers with Aaron Rodgers always seem to play really well, you know, coming down the stretch. I'm gonna have to go Aaron Rodgers at home. Like I mean, I'm pretty. I, I got to. Yeah, I, 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 it's hard to go against Aaron Rodgers in Lambeau. Uh, I know he's been kind of proven wrong in the last few years. hasn't been hadn't had necessarily greatest record in Lambeau, but. Again, I think they're gonna have a better I, I season. I test that to more injury than. Oh yeah, he played last year with anything, basically a broken leg. last season, the past couple seasons. It, it, it's yeah. yeah. Well, after the Panthers game, they're gonna get some rest. They have a week eleven bye coming back. They'll be heading to San Francisco, so I don't really put too much on the travel for this one. Um, but boy, the following week I do. Um, but November twenty fourth, four twenty five game in San Francisco versus the Forty ers I got them getting the dub in this one. Jimmy G versus uh, Aaron Rodgers. I have them walking away with it, although it is a much improved Forty ers team. Um, this one's going to be close. It's, it, it should be pretty good. Uh, Jimmy G coming off his ACL tear often completely unnecessary play going out of bounds. He took a hit, you know, that's yeah. irrelevant. <laughs> uh, but, uh, no, I mean, he should be coming into form by this time of season. Right. Uh, this is going to be another, I mean, this is, this is like a classic matchup, you know, late night. And it good old school matchup. Um, even though it's at San Francisco, I'm taking I'm taking Green Bay in the stretch. Green Bay in the stretch. All right, perfect. Um, I also took Green Bay in that one, as I said before. Uh, it, it'll be a much improved 49er squad, but I do see Green Bay walking away with it. Moving on, this is going to be a herder, and this is going to be a really interesting game. So after that, they're going to be traveling from San Francisco to New York to play the Giants in a Week 13 matchup. That is going to be a rough travel for them. Thankfully, they're playing the Giants, and I still give them the win on that. Yeah, no, this is this is actually another matchup where um, I'm going <laughs> – it seems crazy, but I'm going – I'm going New York Giants. To be, right. and like I said earlier, with one of my top three picks of the year, uh, or matchups of the year, was uh, Giants against Pats. I think Eli Manning against you know Aaron Rodgers. Um, it, it's just going to be such a good game, and it's at home this time. It's actually at home for Eli. Right. I mean. You just never know. I'm going. I'm going Giants on this one. I think Eli's going to want this one. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And, and if Eli's still, you know, out there balling, this could, you know, if they don't have a great season, this could be his farewell tour essentially. Because I, I think if he does fail the season, he will be replaced. That's regardless. what I see more as a Giants. I see this season as more of a, a, a as an Eli farewell. But that's just me. No, I, I see where you're coming from. Um, moving forward, week 14, December 8th, home versus the Redskins. I have them getting the win uh, over Case Keenum and squad. Uh, I just like the 
the Packers offense a little bit better than I like the Redskins. And I don't know what I'm getting from the Redskins this year. I, I at least know that my quarterback's going to be putting up a lot of yards with, <laughs> with Aaron Rodgers. I don't know what's going to happen with Case Keenum. I expect a lot of under routes with him and I don't know how it's going to work for the Redskins. Yeah, hundred percent. Uh, you know, as this is pre-draft, uh, you just don't, you really have no idea what the Redskins are about to do. There's so much going on with their quarterback controversy. I mean, yeah, they got Case Keenum, but they're talking about Rosen. I could go all day about what they're about to do or what they could do. Right. Um, I, I mean, as of right now, I'm easily taking, easily taking Green Bay on this one. Yep, Green Bay walking away with that one. I don't think that's much of a yeah. doubt for either of us. Uh, going yeah. going on from that, then you have your second matchup late in the season, December 15th, home versus the Bears. I see them splitting the series. I'm curious to see how healthy uh, the Bears stay throughout the season, especially on the defensive side. Uh, looking at kind of that Khalil Mack, to be honest, I, I really hope to see him healthy throughout the year because if they do, they will be a big playoff team. But uh, again, I do see them splitting the division with Green Bay. I have the uh, Packers stealing it at home in a close one once again. And uh, it, it'll be a lower scoring game. Uh, you're look, again, you're looking for like one of those uh, 14, 21, 21, 24 games. Yeah, no, that's I mean, that sounds pretty close. But I mean, I, honest, it's for me, I have I have the Bears winning the division again. Easily. Right. Um, I, if anything, I think the Packers might slip. Uh, they, they've done a little bit in free agency here where. It seems like more stopgap kind of deals than it does really fixing the problem. Uh, I mean, Chicago's on the come up. Vikings that we already know about them. They've they've they're there. Right. They just uh, need they just need to more put time. it together, get yep. healthy, and put it together. Uh, same thing for the Bears. They everything. I mean, they're just getting you know a little bit older, more experienced. They're going to be better. Um, this one. I mean, Packers got three. The last three games are all divisional. I'm going Bears on this one. The Bears are, are just going to try to crush them out. Right, yeah. And and I can totally see them getting the season sweep against Green Bay, too. It just depends on how, you know. It's going to be close. I mean, we, yeah. we can all go on health and injuries and everything right, else. Right, but then but, that'd be a forever you know, As of right now, with everybody healthy, uh, you know, I, I'm sorry. I'm going Green – or, uh, excuse me, Chicago. Got to do it. Understood. Moving on to yep. week 16. It's going to be going to Minnesota. They're playing the Vikings, 8-15 ESPN football Monday night. Uh, I'm I'm going to take the Vikings in this one. I, I think, again, like you kind of touched on earlier, the Packers are no longer the biggest threat in the, in the NFC North anymore, and it's been obvious for the last few years. Uh, like you said, Chicago stepping up, Minnesota stepping up. Um, waiting to see what you know, the jury's still out on Detroit. I don't know really what's going to happen with them, but I do have the Vikings getting this win at home against the Packers. Uh, and, and again, a close game. Stephon Diggs is going to be the star of that one, though. Watch for him. Oh, no, 100%. And like I said, last three games, all divisional. The last two are, you know, they're away games. Yep. Um, I have them losing both last two of the games. Vikings um, and Lions. I, I feel like it's it's Chicago's division to lose. Um, they're just younger. They're on the come up. And then the Vikings, like I said, they're right there. They have all the experience. They just have to put it together. Kirk Cousins has got to play clutch football, and he cannot be throwing turnovers, picks, fumbles in the fourth quarter, 
that's what what we've got to see from Kirk Cousins and yeah. the Vikings. Other than that, it seems like to me again it's Chicago's division. But yeah, Kirk Cousins, I want to like that again, and I can't if you do things like that and you can't tell me exactly. Hundred percent, hundred percent. So yeah, I, I um I just to kind of cover. So you have uh, them taking losses versus the Vikings and the Lions to finish up the season. I have them take getting a uh, getting an L versus the Vikings, and I have them finishing up with a W versus the Lions. So finishing it out, you have Green Bay going eight and eight, and I have an eleven five Green Bay squad. So it looks like I have a re- revitalized squad, and you have a squad uh that's trying to get somewhere but it's kind of stagnant now a, a big thing we didn't talk about is the the new coaching there with the floor taking over the job it'll be interesting to see how he gets along with aaron Rodgers. so far it seems like everything's going good but you can't tell anything until the games actually start going and you see him yelling at each other on the sidelines so oh yeah uh, and, yeah of and that, that's and a big it, factor oh yeah and it, it definitely is and but the one thing i will say with him for, I mean, from experience, especially is he was Matt Ryan's quarterback for the Falcons and during that Super Bowl run. Oh, his QB coach and the year before. So this guy, I mean, Matt Lafleur, with the offense, I mean, you know, he's he's practically a Kyle Shanahan product. Um, with the offense, I see no problems uh, with him taking it over. As a head coach, but as you know, at the same time, he's a head coach. He's got to be able to do both, right? All three, all three Special phases of the game. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and so, you have your you have your coordinators there to help with that and stuff like that. My biggest, oh, of course. My biggest but, issue I mean, isn't really the product that he's putting on the field because I I like Lafleur too. I mean, he was the he was one of the I believe the OC for the uh, Titans last year. And I mean, he did mm-hmm. a number on us, and we are a top five, top ten defense. Every, you know, the last three years at least we have been. So, I, I, am not questioning that at all. I'm questioning. I want to see the first moment that they, him and Rogers have a de- disagreement going into a play. Is what is Rogers going to do? What's going to happen with Rogers? What's Lafleur going to do? What's going to be the aftermath of that? How is that going to carry on? When's it going to happen? And then how will that affect the rest of the season? Those are the kind no, of. I agree. Those are the kind I of agree. questions I want to know. But uh, no, I agree. Regardless, uh, we'll see what Green Bay does uh, with their draft. Uh, their pick in the draft. I think they will go offensive. I think they need to go offensive to give Aaron Rodgers weapons. They spent a lot of money on defense this offseason for agency so far. So it, I would like to see them go offense. Give them, give him some weapons. I mean, give him DK Metcalf if you got to give him a wide receiver somewhere because he needs it desperately. And and if if oh, Green man, Bay doesn't. If they had- if they had uh, Devontae Adams and then and then Metcalf, I mean, wow. Yeah. Uh, the the reports coming off of Metcalf, I mean, they're talking Julio Jones status. I wouldn't go that far. I don't know if he's gonna uh, go that. Yeah, he's he's gonna be great. But I think he could come in and be a number two right off the bat. He could definitely be a number one for some teams right off the bat. But uh, I don't know if he's gonna come out like Julio and just start balling like that. Just and, I think yeah, he's still exactly. a little bit raw, and I still I think it is honestly a little bit of a reach for him where I have him mock draft. Uh, but nonetheless, you know, if you want to, if you have the coaching staff there to to turn you know turn him into a diamond, why not go for it? Just be- you got to oh, believe yeah, in yourself. You got to know what you're doing 100%. and believe in yourself. Exactly. But that uh that covers Green Bay. So we covered Dallas, Jacksonville, Atlanta, and Green Bay as far as what our early preseason predictions are. Uh, as the season moves on, once we get past the draft, uh, Bobby and myself will go ahead and be doing a 32-team breakdown, it seems like, of each team. We'll go win-loss. We'll talk about their depth chart, You know what they took care of in the offseason, what they didn't take care of, 
and then an overall record. And then obviously Matt will bring you in for a bunch of them because it's nice to you know talk to somebody who knows what they're talking about. So you know we'll bring you in of course for Atlanta and probably a few other ones as well just to kind of get your thoughts on it, some different opinions and things like that. And uh, this has been fun, man. I long our longest show so far. We're running about an hour and forty five minutes right now. I enjoyed every second of it. How about you? Oh man, you, this is a fun episode. This is a fun episode. This is a blast, man. Yeah. This is a blast. Uh, thank you for having me. First yeah, of all, of course. Um, when you guys do your, you know, during the draft, feel free to call me oh, during yeah. the pick. I'm sure I'll be sitting right there watching, just like everybody else's. That's right. Um, but let's go. Let's yeah. go NFL season. Hell we're, yeah, we're, right we're almost the there. Everything, four man. months out. Everybody says we're in the off season. It's all boring and everything else. Nah, my, one of my favorite parts we're of the right season, the, of the anticipation. Yeah. It's all the anticipation. So yes, sir. we'll yes, see. Sir. And then hopefully you'll also be watching us on YouTube next Thursday during the draft because we will be live again at the Cork and Python European Village, Palm Coast. We'll be doing our first, at least I'd say 10 to 15 picks. No problem on that. Uh, time permitting, just depending on what's going on. We'll do it live. We'll have a blast. We'll be out at the bar. People having drinks, have Check a good time. Out. Bring people in. Check we'll, it out. We'll have people calling in like Matt for sure. We'll be giving him a call to talk to him on his Falcons pick, and that I can definitely promise you. But that will conclude this episode. We thank you for listening and hope to hear from you soon. Bye. Thank you.